together for Left Gallery! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Scott Power! And we're bringing to you, or bringing you to, I are a writer. Don't ask me to correct my own grammar. But we're bringing you the Laugh Gallery 420 show comics. Well, we... For these episodes. We laugh gallery, here at Laugh Gallery at the sacred space here in uh, Burbank Podcast Recording Studios. (laughs) Shout out Burbank Podcast Recording Studios. I feel like I have to behave myself now because you said it was sacred. You know, I have a religious background, so... I have to be careful when someone says sacred. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Let me take it, it it's down like, a notch. It's like a trigger. No, let me take it down a notch. Let me get professional. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, right. Well. Sacred. So here at yeah. Laugh Gallery, this this the sanctuary of of comedy. This is really what we're creating. It's yeah. a sanctuary. He told me not to prepare. Can I just say that? Well, because you know what? You don't have to fucking He's prepare. Like, you don't need you to prepare. What? Because you know what? Because you know how they but say- But I do bring them no, no, up no. with their credits Yeah, but- on the show. But you know they talk about ten thousand hours. You need ten thousand. You've got like thirty thousand hours. Like, I have. You, so, need... you can see it in my crow's feet. You're sitting across from me. What do you see? Your crow's feet. You see feet? the pain of comedy <laughs> and lack of getting laid. That's what you see. I, I'm not saying. And it, too many carbs. And I'm one not day. saying it's an easy life. I never said it was an easy life until Scott Power came along from Crew West Studio. Because I'm the easiest as it gets. I'm Change, easy, I'm easy, I'm easy as it goes. <laughs> We're changing the ten, face. Ten bucks anywhere, anytime. Changing the face of comedy. Anytime, Changing the face of comedy. And other body parts. Um, whatever body parts require to be. I be on the corner of, uh, of Highland and <laughs> Whatever body parts require any kind of bribing to. to get them to show, we offer. Yeah. yeah. So, Lafka, what I was trying to say about say the sanctuary, sacred space say that we've it. created for the funny, for the comedy, for the yes. brilliance of the of, of 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 amazing comedians such as yourself, right? Is that you know we're here to celebrate the art of comedy and the comedy of art. And you know, the other day you said something about oh, that's kind of oxymoronic art of comedy. No, it might be redundant, but the comedy is an art form, right? It is absolutely an art form. And I believe that comics are the new philosophers. I mean, comics are the one, the one group of people out there speaking truth to power in a way that's so important these days. Yeah. Even in the face of being audited and judged (laughs) for every fucking punchline out there. And yet we've said some vile things on this show and I'm damn proud of it. Let's hope I get at least a, at least one last gig here in L.A. There's, <laughs> vile. Yeah. By the way, vile is I mean, Vile's a I great like word. Vile. vile and heinous. I like those words. Vile, vile and, and heinous. heinous. You know, actually speaking of art and artists, I mean, one of the one of L.A.'s beloved graffiti artists, it goes by the tag of vile. Nice. Um, vile. V, spelt uh, V-Y-A-L. Vile. Oh. And, uh, and shout out vile. Look them up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah. No, he's, so he's this next, <laughs> so this next comic I met in a church, and when I say church, I mean comedy show. 
She was performing at a little universality or whatever they call it. Universality isn't even a word. Are you drinking? I am drinking. It's called the Universe Church or Church of the Universe or Universalist or Milky Way Church. It's over by Universal Milky Way Church. Church of the Milky Way. (laughs) I don't know. It's one of those non-denominational churches. Fucking. And the show is Kim Diaz's show called Laugh Out Proud. And I was booked on the show. I had the honor of sharing the stage with Miss Jackie Loeb, who is, I'll tell you, just her videos alone. Go and watch her videos alone on her Facebook page. She's got a whole, like, talk about, like, I wish we would have grown up together because Jackie's one of those comics that when you're watching her, you realize you're in Jackie's world. Yeah. Like, you're just, Jackie's in her own world and you're lucky to be with her in her world. But she's still very accessible. The kindness just oozes out of her. But she is no joke. I mean, this woman will take down anybody that stands between her and a great punchline, is what I'm saying. She loves cats also. She is filmed all over the world petting cats and talking to them. And she's just an amazing person. Anybody that likes cats. And will just pet a random cat. I tried to on the go around the world and film myself petting cats, but I got arrested. Yeah, and that's different because you're, you know. Kitties. Exactly. So Jackie is- Do I take it to the next level? No, No. don't. Okay. Because Jackie's a class act. Okay, Jackie is a class act. By the way- She really is. She is kind of, not that she's only a class act, she's world class. Yeah, that's right. She's in Australia part-time, part-time in LA. I even invited her to a brunch. One of my friends throws a great brunch at his house every year. What's the address? And the the address is somewhere in Studio City. <laughs> and he said, let's have somebody different. Invite that Jackie. And Jackie came with her partner. And I got to tell you, what a fun time. She's just yeah. as genuine offstage as she is on did stage. Did she come empty-handed or did she bring something? You know, I feel party? like we did ask her to bring some kind of something. You know, a lot of people. A cake at least. No, a lot of people in L.A. do come empty-handed. It's so lame. She didn't do so that. So rude. No, she, but she's I, like, I don't remember she's classy, what she brought. She's, yeah, she's international. But she's she's not no. She's America. like so having her at this brunch yeah. was kind of like I felt like I had a, like a celebrity. Mm. Like I mm. kind of doted on her a little bit. Yeah. Like I was a little bit like, does Jackie need anything? And then that wore off pretty quick. <laughs> And then, well, because she's Australian, right? So for the, you don't right, and we gave her a ride Australian. home after the show. We did give her. A that's ride home. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she full service. She, uh, that's right. You know, comedy. We were uh, like, no, don't company. take an Uber. We'll yeah. be happy to be to your Uber. kidnap yeah. you and take you wherever we want and you. She was actually very appreciative. Yeah, no, she's just really genuine and she's very funny. Funny off the cuff. She didn't tip me. Though. Great writer. She didn't tip me. Did she not pay you for that no. ride? Well, no, no, just a tip. But you. Put her guitar in the back I of the drove truck. Her and home. Like I put, I loaded her gear in my car. I mean, I couldn't do anything. I why? Because I was in a neck and brace. Incompetently drove her across right. the streets of the Los Valley Angeles, floor. across the valley floor, arriving safely to her home. Yeah. Then got and then out not, and helped her, you know, remove her gear from said. You truck. called it her stick, which I thought was really cool. Her axe. Oh, her axe. axe. God, I remember thinking, God, Scott's cool. It's her axe. Because she had her guitar. She yeah, had I know, gear. but and, and what's a stick called? Is that stick, a drummer? Sir, they refer to a surfboard as a, as a stick. So um, I so thought it axe, was. Axe is, a, is an instrument. So yeah. it's like, No, I thought axe. you were pretty cool when you when you called it an axe. Yeah, I was like, yeah. he's my friend. He's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you, get you don't axe. get that from him a lot. So Where so, he has a but, cool but, moment but, like but that. But we get so her home safely. It's late. 
you know, she gets home, no charge. It's just part of the overall service and the respect and the love that we give artists. But because, no tip. Because but even no though tip. she had to ask for the ride, we didn't offer it to her. We suck. No, we do pay our comics. I'm and not we a give fucking them, mind reader. We give them 20 Jesus. minutes and money. Okay, and this wonderfully produced and professionally hosted. We film and record everything. They give ad to get access to the fucking footage. And then Scott will take your axe out of the car and hand it to you and say, great show. Great job. But yeah. I love and listen, don't misconstrue. Don't get this twisted. I won't. No love lost for Jackie Loeb. Jackie is Jackie world class. is a pro. And I'm going to stalk her when she comes back to the States and see if I can get her to do another celebrity appearance at a random brunch where in is Los she, Angeles. Where is she petting cats right now? I think she's in Australia right now, but uh, I think she's due home pretty soon. Petting cats yeah. somewhere in the world. That's right. So I want to go to Australia and like, you know, stay with her and her family without really asking. Just sort of show up. <laughs> Just say, I can't afford a by hotel because I work way, for Laugh Gallery. By the way, I would uh, like I, I'm almost <laughs> I'm almost willing to buy the plane ticket just if I can make that happen. Yeah. OK. Remember, he said that, you guys. <laughs> just ring ding dong. Is, <laughs> Jackie. It, is it FedEx? Is it is it UPS? And then just she opens the door and I'm like, who likes brunch? She also did a video for us for yeah. Laugh Gallery. Mm. And it was just yes, this, she did. It was a random like the kind of art you would buy at like, you know, a parking lot and it was something to match a weird mauve couch that you had yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And she went on and on about the fruit in this basket. And one of the killer lines was something like they could have chosen something lower on the glycemic index, like a berry. And that made me laugh. <laughs> I'm just remembering that line. So she did our video version of Laugh Gallery. And then we invited her back to do 20 minutes on our Comedy 420 show. So anything else on, on uh, Jackie? You really like that idea, Katie. You know, I keep pushing it. You do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's Gallery a brilliant fashion. idea, Katie. You know, I'm brilliant. Yeah, well, so. you, you, you're you pretty, yeah. This is my publisher, uh, Scott brilliant. Scott Power, everybody, my publisher, mm, uh, yeah, my co-producer. Well, and pusher uh, is really more, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pimp. Maybe yeah, pimp. Yeah, he's my pimp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm glad to be, what does that make me, a whore? No. I'm fine. No. I'm fine with that. No. Just well, yeah, no, it does. It does. Yeah, yeah, you know. I want to yeah, be a comedy yeah, host. Yeah, that's what I want to be. It does, yeah. No, and I want people to be obsessed with me like Lisa Gottman. <laughs> so Jackie Loeb. Jackie Loeb. And we're going to play, you guys, what we're doing is we're you're about to hear Jackie Loeb do her stand-up 20 minutes and her Comedy 420 at the Comedy Chateau a little while ago here in L.A. and La La Land, the Holly, and Holly, Holly Weird, Hollywood of Holly Could. Jackie Love, Jackie everybody. Love. We, we love go. you, honey. Please put your hands together for my new good friend, Jackie Love. unnecessary. <laughs> oh, I'm such an attention whore. <laughs> Look, camel toe. Wow. What an absolute thrill to be here in beautiful Los Angeles. Wow, it looked great once it's finished. I am here. <laughs> really will be. I am here making my very, very first feature film, which is very exciting for me. Very, very exciting. Thank you. 
Just a very, very brief synopsis. It's about a uh, middle-aged woman who tries to break into people's homes and steal people's packages. And you can watch that or stream that on the Ring platform. So you can get that one. You can get that one. It's really, really good. So it is wonderful to be performing again despite my best efforts and being so careful and wearing a mask and doing all that business. I still got the dreaded C word. I got chubby. And I haven't been able to shake the symptoms. I went to the doctor today and he told me I now have long-term chubby and there's no cure for it other than restricting my diet and exercising. So I'm, I'm totally fucked. So it's very, very upsetting. I have been trying to get back into, back into shape. I was never in shape. I have been trying to get in shape. I went to the LA Fatness Gym today and they put me on the scales and worked out my BMI and did this big chart for me and according to the chart I'm the wrong height for my weight <laughs> I should actually be six foot seven so I should be quite tall I am very very grateful that you are all here I am very very grateful I have a friend who's always wanted to come to shows but she can never make it and I said I'm doing I gave her a week's notice I said I'm doing a show this tonight do you want to come she said oh I'm not coming I said, but what do you have on next week <laughs> So I'd now like to present you with what I have on next week. <laughs> August 22nd, cancel Amazon Prime 30-day free trial membership. <laughs> August 23rd, cancel Hulu 30-day free trial membership. <laughs> August 24th, cancel Apple TV 30-day free trial membership. <laughs> August 25th, Create a new email address and sign up for new Amazon 30-day free trial membership. <laughs> it is uh, exquisite to be in a room filled with so much diversity. I know we've got, we've got Caucasian people and there's uh, people that aren't Caucasian and there's SAG-AFTRA and FICOR and non-union people. It's very, very diverse. I'm diverse. I know you wouldn't think looking at me, but I am. I'm also Jewish. I know, I know, I know I don't look Jewish. I've actually been told I've got very, very low-income features. But I wanted to wish you a very, very belated, what do you call it, Easter, Happy Easter. My people... We don't have Easter, we have Passover. And Passover commemorates the time the Jews were kicked out of Cantus Deli when they closed refurbishments <laughs> in 1987. It was a very, very turbulent time. And for eight days, for eight days and eight nights, my people, we had to congregate together and eat at the Beverly Centre. So it was really, really traumatic time and then they closed down and now we have to eat at fucking Fashion Square. So awful, awful stuff. I do apologise for my swearing. I know people can be quite sensitive. I don't normally swear. Uh, normally I'm not allowed. I did a, a corporate gig just recently. It was for the, uh, was it the Californian Children's Hospital Fundraiser Charity Dinner. The Californian Children's Hospital Fundraiser Charity Dinner. And just before my comedy set, the hospital CEO, like the big gun, she raises up to me. She says, now, Jackie, all our corporate sponsors are going to be here tonight. We're hoping to raise a lot of money for those very, very sick children. So there's to be absolutely no swearing. And by that, I mean absolutely no F or C words. No F or C words. I said, you can trust me. It's fine. Relax. I've been doing this for two weeks now. So 
I got on stage. I said, hello, everyone. Wow, it's Jackie Loeb here. <laughs> it's wonderful to be here at the Alifornian Hildren's Hospital Unraiser Harity Dinner. <laughs> I was running late, I was, so I drove here in my R and I was driving ostentatiously in my Toyota Arola Amri and I was feeling terrible. I felt ontagious, so I went to the doctor because I was feeling ontagious and I had Eva and I don't know, may have had Ovid. Anyway, I'm sitting in the doctor's waiting room and I'm reading Emily Urkel and Osmopolitan and the Unanswerable Review. Anyway, get this, doctor calls me to the surgery, says he wants to see my aunt. I said, I'm not showing you my aunt, you ucking reap. We raised $11 for those sick children that night. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. So we talked a little bit about diversity. How else am I diverse? I am a lesbian. I know I don't, I know I don't look like a lesbian. I don't look like a social worker. But I think that the, um, the dead giveaway are my shoes. They are vegan orthopedic Birkenstock stilettos. <laughs> made by a lesbian fair trade rescue dog <laughs> that had just completed a PhD in international women's studies <laughs> at Palm Springs Charter School. So really, really, I don't even know, you know, I've been here 12 years now, I still don't know what a charter school is. I don't know what, there's still some words, I probably can take that down now. Um, <laughs> there's still like things I don't understand about the Americas, like my accountant, because I've got $4, my accountant told me that he's a libertarian I said, oh, so you're bisexual? He said, no, I'm a libertarian. I don't follow the two major parties. I said, well, that's bisexual. He said, no, I'm a libertarian. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fiscally conservative, but I'm socially progressive. I said, oh, so you like to go out and party, but you don't want to buy anyone any fucking drinks. So that's my understanding of a libertarian and American politics. Um, what else can I tell you? So, so I, I, I'm a proud member of the LGBTQI plus size community. I'm somewhere between a size 16 and 18, depending on where I shop. Like I'm a size 37 at Forever 21. And I'm a minus two at Sherman Oaks Ross. So that's what I am. You have to understand, I come from a different time. I was very, very different when I first joined the LGBTQI plus size community, like some 25 years ago. There's just an L and a G, like good, look, look good, depending on your preferences. Then over time, over time, and rightly so, please don't cancel me. I'm only like 12 minutes into my set. Over time, and rightly so, the other consonants slowly started to show up. Then a couple of years ago, we got our very first vowel. It was an I for, I don't fucking know. So I'd have to say that our biggest breakthrough this, this decade with the LGBTQI plus size community would be marriage equality. And I remember being at the park in Australia when they made the announcement in Australia back in, I think it was like 2018, that marriage equality won the football or something. I don't know. Anyway, I remember turning to this woman who just so happened to be the random homophobe. I didn't know that when I tried to kiss her. And I said, isn't this amazing? We finally have marriage equality. She said, oh, 
oh no, 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 no. I do not believe that God created man to be with another man. And I most certainly do not believe that God created woman to be with another woman. I mean, you look at the design of the body. You look at the shape. I said, yeah, but there are special adapters you can buy. So that was quite fun. Lovely lady. Lovely, lovely lady. Good kisser. Really, really good kisser. One of the questions I get asked um, is, like, what's the difference between... uh, Sorry, this is very niche. Um, Now, you can feel what it's like to be excluded. Um... What's the difference between a middle-aged lesbian couple, because I've been with my partner for 25 years, 25 years, thank you, I I honestly can't fucking stand her, she's, oh my god, she lives in Australia and I live here and that's kind of why we're still together, but um, people say like, what's the difference between a middle-aged lesbian couple having an argument in Los Angeles and a middle-aged lesbian couple having an argument in Australia? Middle-aged lesbian couple having an argument in Los Angeles. You seem irritable. I'm not irritable. Well, you're certainly coming across as being irritable. Hey, you're making me feel irritable. Hey, that's not fair. You're triggering my PhD. That was really, really below the non-leather vegan belt. I'm really, really sorry. I didn't mean to trigger your PhD. You know, I vision board you. I love you. Why don't we just have a, a, a green smoothie with some extra organic kale from Ralph's and we can put some extra turmeric in that. I love you. I love you too. Middle-aged lesbian couple having a fight in Australia. You seem irritable. Oh, stop talking fucking shit. So that's pretty much the difference. That's the difference. That's the difference. I love that we have a couple... Well, we don't. We've got... Oh, you're kind of young. Oh, there's a couple of younger people here this evening. I, I love younger people because, because I'm marginally older. There's this expectation that I have to mentor younger people. It's like, why would I want to do that? I am so insecure. Why would I want to do myself out of a job? Hey there, younger, more attractive, industrious, resourceful, younger person than I am. Why don't you take my friends and my family and my job and my knowledge and my power and in return, maybe you can help me upload a video onto TikTok. If you're not too busy, <laughs> crowdfunding, because all the young people, yes, you acknowledge it, they are all crowdfunding. For those of you not familiar with the term crowdfunding, crowdfunding is internet lingo for begging. Now, back in my day, we, we didn't have crowdfunding. We had something called, what's it called? Jobs. And now, the young people, they don't even have proper jobs anymore. They just sell shit online on websites like Etsy which stands for Entrepreneurial Teenagers Selling. Yeah, so that's pretty much a difference. <laughs> you know, I'm really starting to feel, maybe because I'm in LA, I don't know, I'm really starting to feel the generation gap. And I was at the Starbucks the other day and there was this girl, she must have been about 17 or 18, she said, you know, I'm not going, I'm like not going to my senior prom because I just think that senior proms put far too much pressure on young women to be like skinny and thin for one big night and to spend all this money on superficial things. I am like so not going. Can I just say back in Australia, the week before my senior prom, I starved myself and took laxatives. (laughs) 
I look fucking amazing. And you couldn't even tell I was pregnant. So there's that. But I am a, I am a little bit jet lagged. Literally, literally just got back from Australia about 18 years ago. And uh, someone recently asked me, Jackie, why did you move to LA? Well, I told a friend that I was bored and wanted to change. <clears throat> she suggested I go to LA. I listened to her and ended up moving here. But why don't I let me tell you the story? <laughs> That's the cue. <laughs> why don't I let me tell you the story? Yeah. Track two. <laughs> I told a friend that I was bored and wanted a change. She suggested I go to LA. I listened to her and ended up moving there. Yeah, so that's pretty much what happened. No, I, I moved to I moved to LA, oh my God, to pursue my childhood dream of becoming an actor because I trained as an actor, didn't actually work as an actor, I worked a step up from that as a telemarketer. And um, just before the pandemic, I went for this massive, massive TV commercial, like this national campaign. It was for a drug called Relista, which is a constipation treatment, and they wanted, like, a middle-aged, dowdy, approachable white woman. I'd love to have that on a T-shirt. Anyway, I, I went for this job, and it all had to be performed in an American accent, and the lines were as follows. Hey, Jenny, come inside. We're having birthday cake. <laughs> Nobody likes that heavy, bloated feeling of constipation. That's why I take Relister, a once-a-day treatment that alleviates all symptoms of constipation. Now you can have your cake and eat it, too. Hey, Jenny, save me a slice. <laughs> come on. <laughs> on the day I couldn't remember the lines because I didn't bother learning them and uh, my American accent was even more abysmal than what I just demonstrated so the casting director was like you know what sweetheart we can we can like tell you're not from here so just use your own natural birth accent whatever that is I don't know Honolulu via Fiji I don't know where you're from I don't know I can't make it out and if you can't remember the lines, just put it in your own words. You're not getting the job anyway. I said, are you sure? He said, yeah, just go for it. I said, okay. Hey, Sharon! <laughs> Get inside. We're having Marie Claire fucking mud cake, fucking shit, red calendar shit. <laughs> oh, no one likes that heavy backed up feeling and needing to take a massive dump. <laughs> an easy journey for me. It hasn't. It hasn't because I don't look like the stereotypical Australian that comes to Hollywood to become a movie star. Like I don't look like Nicole Kidman. I don't look like the beautiful late Olivia Newton-John. I don't look like Kate Blanchett. I look like 
my Russian landlady. That's who I look like. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's that's who I look like. You know, I look. I live in, in Van Nuys. Um, <laughs> moved from iconic Bondi Beach by the surf to live in the fucking driest place in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's so hot there. I have to wear deodorant just to go to bed. Anyway. <laughs> I look like my Russian landlady. I'm in Van Nuys. It's quite a, a large Russian population there. And every day, without fail, someone will stop me in the street and ask me a question in Russian. And so today on the way, he was waiting for my Uber because I can't afford a car. And uh, this, this gentleman asked me a question in Russian. I said, I'm sorry. I'm not from understanding. I'm not from speak Russian. Da, da, da. And he looked really perplexed. He looked quite confused. He said, but you sound Russian. That's what he said. I said, this because I'm Australian trying to do American accent with very limited success. Now, excuse me, Moscow makes sandwich for sister. She just arrived. I am... Um... <laughs> Multicultural. I actually have a French background, and this evening I'd like to perform an English love song, English French love song for you, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoy sharing it with you this evening. It's an instrumental. Another little song. Here's another little song that I wrote, and I hope you like this one. It's called Showing Off, but I actually work extensively as a singer-songwriter. Gosh, I've written for people like myself, and this is a song I've written about being a singer-songwriter. I hope you like this one. took me six weeks to write. <laughs> Here's the rest of the song. Don't know what that's gonna Just use my last minute to tune my guitar. Here's the rest of the song. Still out of tune. Being a songwriter really is hard work. You gotta find a pen and paper. Nationwide is on your side. Really beautiful song. But before I finish up, I just want to thank beautiful Katie Love and Scott. Thank you so much. And the Comedy Chateau for having me today. I'm so grateful. I just want to really finish up. Thank you. And all the other beautiful, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful comedians. I just want to finish up on a song. I did recently turn 50 about 12 years ago. No, I turned, I turned 50 November, I was born November 6, 1971, child of the 70s. And you can always tell a child of the 70s because we have distinct facial markings. Like I've got one here, one here and one here. And that's from when mum and dad would throw a lit cigarette out the front window of the car and fly in the back window and use five-year-old you as a human ashtray. So here's a beautiful song. I've written about turning 50. Here we go. 
this episode with your friends on social media. Lab Gallery is brought to you by Crew S Studio in Los Angeles, California. And our theme music was created by Dan Ubik, and that's me, at Dan U Productions. Special thanks to our partners at We Edit Podcasts, Polymash, Riverside, Captivate, and Burbank Podcast Recording Studio. Thanks again for listening to Laugh Gallery.